This is Industry Matters, powered by BGM, a post-acute healthcare podcast about community, connections, and belonging. BGM is a member service organization serving durable and home medical equipment providers and manufacturers. BGM also has communities for respiratory, complex rehab, women's health mastectomy, home accessibility, therapy, and orthotics and prosthetics industries. With VGM, you're part of something bigger. I'm Mandy Joyner, Director of Marketing Strategy and Communications for VGM and Associates. And in today's episode of Industry Matters, I talk with Rob Baumover, Director of VGM Retail, about the new launch of VGM Retail Rewired and the services available to VGM members. Rob has been with VGM for more than 10 years, and prior to that, he was with Big Box Retail for 20 years. I'm really excited to be talking with Rob today. Thank you, Rob, so much for being with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. We're going to just dive right in and talk a little bit about VGM Retail Rewired, which we joke is really hard to say fast. Especially five times. Yeah, so all of you listening, try to say that five times really fast and see how it goes. Um, So first, what I would like to talk a little bit about is, as with many businesses, VGM Retail continues to grow and adapt and shift as the needs of our customers and clients change. So give me a brief overview of the evolution of VGM Retail. Yeah, so VGM Retail has been in existence now for, for 10 years, believe it or not. Time flies when you're having fun, right? Um, but really, it, it came fruitation-wise because of the asks and the needs of our members. And so over the course of that time, um, we've really kind of evolved with the needs of our with our, our members. And so back in the early days, it was really just a lot of education on um, how to do retail, why to do retail. It evolved that into kind of the how-to How do I merchandise my store? What should I be carrying from a product standpoint? How do I train my employees? And then today really has evolved from the standpoint of, okay, I'm doing retail. Now, how do I analyze it and how do I make it better? Okay. Very good. A lot of changing. Yes. A lot of changing. (laughs) And then we throw in the past year which had even more change come, especially for retail in the traditional sense of what a retail space might look like, especially if they were in a hospital or um, a healthcare type of setting. And that's kind of, you know, we went through this part too, and we we did the retail rewired launch um, during all of this as well. So tell me a little bit about VGM Retail Rewired. Yeah, so again, it's, it was really us kind of sitting back, seeing the needs and the asks of our members again. Mm-hmm. And of course, over the last year and a half, um, we all were kind of thrown off a little bit. (laughs) They've changed Uh, a little bit. (laughs) Customers stopped coming into our store for one reason or another, right? And so we had to kind of really look at, you know, what um, our members and what retailers were going to need coming out of that. And so we went back to the drawing board and kind of changed up some of our services to help them with that. So um, how do I get customers into my store? Um, Are my customers going to come back? Um, and when they do come back, what services and what service levels do I need to bring to the table? Sure. Um, all the way down to, you know, what does my business look like going forward? Um, is there an e-commerce standpoint or is it truly um, cash and carry um, walk-in yeah. traffic? Right. So, so that's kind of where that's kind of where it all kind of um, kind of the rewired came from is us just kind of evolving. So we're there for our mo- members. And we've added some services with that. So um, our business analysis, 
um, is one of them. Um, what the business analysis allows us to do is meet either in person with our, our members or over the phone. And what we do is we take a look at kind of their current business state, kind of their operational standpoint, um, seeing hey, what their service levels look like. Mm -hmm. um, you know, are they providing excellent customer service? Um, if they're if they are great, if they're not, you know, how can we help them from an educational standpoint get their salespeople to that level that right. they want? Um, all the way down to what am I what am I selling? What am I not selling? And what should I be selling? as we move forward, um, as our customers change, you know, what they're looking for, you know, are we changing that product mix in our store as well? And how long does that usually take to do, go through that business analysis and provide the feedback and for the stores to make the shifts and what kind of timeline do you usually see for that? Yeah, the analysis piece doesn't usually take too terribly long. Um, probably, you know, a couple of visits over the phone. Sure. Um, just so I can kind of meet with the right members, uh, maybe talk with some staff members um, and kind of do analysis that way on where they're at and then give some feedback from there. And then usually from there, it's probably a couple weeks um, to kind of put a plan into place and kind of get it executed. And of course, they have to execute and make sure they do what we're asking and yeah. told and to see that kind of success come through. That's true. Yes. All right, so what are some of these other areas that um, you've seen the shifts or the challenges come up that we've really had to help our customers with? Yeah, so we hinted uh, just a little bit ago, um, foot traffic. Um, how do I get foot traffic back into my store? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of our members are starting to see that foot traffic pick back up. Okay. Um, a, because maybe they're opening the doors again for the first time. Yes. Um, or B, the customers are starting to feel a little bit more open to the idea of going back into retail settings. Sure. Um, so we've really kind of take a look at that as an opportunity. What do I do from a marketing standpoint to let my customers know that I am open again and I am open to, to service them? Um, if that means um, service levels that need to have precautionary measures mm -hmm. um, or um, just let them know that we are open um, and they, they, they should feel comfortable coming into our space. Um, another one is, is, is staff. Um, as we all know, um, it's, it's hard to come by in terms of some staff members. <laughs> right. um, so, you know, finding the right people um, and then just getting those, those folks educated and, and showing them the ropes on, on what we need to do to um, get our retail to that next level. Um, and then the last piece is, is time. Um, you okay. know, um, just with everything going on, um, with the evolution of, you know, our businesses maybe being closed down to some level, you know, finding that time, that mix of time to get everything back up to speed and making sure that our retail is in a good place. So our services allow them to, you know, maybe get some of that time back where we can help them. We can assist them with some of these pieces sure. um, to help them with the retail. What are some of the biggest changes you've seen um, the customers have to make? And I'm sorry, this was, I'm going to go rogue on you. This was not in oh, your no. list of questions. <laughs> <laughs> but as I'm sitting here listening to you talk, then, you know, obviously the, these questions pop into my head um, in terms of, like we said, you know, yes, they're going to be worried about people coming into the store and what they need to do. But what is kind of the main theme that you've seen um, from our customers that you've had to kind of help and support with through these transitions? 
yeah, this is this is a good one. Um, I I think the biggest thing is is just getting things reopened and what does that look like? Um, there's that fear that customers won't come back mm-hmm. um, into the space. That's that's for any retailer. Right. Um, it's for any business right now. Is you know what does that what does that look like? Um, should I be doing more e-commerce? Should I be doing all e-commerce? Um, should I not be doing any of it? So it's that balance on, you know, what what does my customer want? And really trying to understand what that is yeah. um, and being able to make those changes because some of it is, is major changes because maybe we've never done e-commerce before. Maybe we did a little bit of e-commerce or had a website um, or maybe it was we did that and the customers don't want that or they're looking for more in-person now. Um, yeah. So there's that mix of kind of just looking at where their business is um, and what their customers are looking for. And that's going to take some time because yeah. I don't think any of us know right now, yeah. you know, what exactly that looks like. Um, but the nice thing is, is just having those conversations, us having a networking group um, within retail that can share those um, experiences, Mm -hmm. um, share with one another what they're seeing and and being able to help each other with that. So talk a little bit about that select group that you just mentioned in terms of what that provides and maybe how members could get involved or, you know, take, take away some of those best practices from that group. Yeah. So we have a, what's called a, a retail super user group. And what's great about that group is, is, Members can be part of that group um, as, a, as a means of networking. So we have a call that, that's once a quarter um, that, we, that we hold um, for anyone that can participate. And on that call is we, we have different educational spots where we bring on, maybe there's a hot topic on e-commerce, <laughs> uh, marketing. We have someone come on and do maybe a 15 to 20 minute kind of educational spot. Um, we typically then have a vendor pop on and do kind of a vendor spotlight um, to kind of just educate the providers on either a new product that we brought on, a new vendor that we brought on, or just on a vendor that we maybe partnered with in the past that has something new that they want to bring to the table. And then the last portion of the call is just kind of open forum. Um, again, means for people to talk about wins, talk about challenges, or just propose a question to the group. Um, that maybe they're having some problems with and, and want to see what other folks are doing. So, That's great. Yeah, it's, it's been fantastic. Um, some great feedback on it. And we'll continue to move forward with that and maybe even make the calls once a month as we feel that that maybe is a bigger need. Sure. Folks. Yeah. And yeah, if people want to be involved, it's, it's really just getting in touch with myself or one of our MAMs or RAMs um, to be part of that. And we can get them added to that list and, and be part of the calls. Okay, great. So that's one um, a great way for people to get educated, and especially if they're in this space and kind of going through some of these transitions. What other types of education is available through BGM Retail? We have um, we do lots of articles. Um, we do blogs. We're looking to possibly put out a newsletter um, okay. for that group and for others that um, want um, that material just so it's in one spot mm-hmm. versus trying to kind of look all over the place for it. Um, we obviously um, always speak at um, the major conferences. Um, yeah. We have our Heartland Conference. Um, at our Heartland Conference, we'll have a retail 
um, dinner okay. um, where like-minded folks that are in that space get together and, and talk. We are excited to announce that the 2021 HME News and VGM and Associates Financial Benchmarking Survey is now open. This survey is open to all HME providers. Those who complete the benchmarking survey will get full access to the complete report at no charge, as well as a chance to win 50% off registration for the VGM Heartland Conference September 13th through 15th in Waterloo, Iowa. Don't miss out. The more submissions there are, the more accurate picture we get of the HME industry. So make sure you complete this survey by Friday, July 9th. To complete the survey, visit hmenews.com forward slash benchmark. We thank you in advance for taking time to complete the survey so we can have a better picture of the entire HME industry. Again, please fill out this survey by Friday, July 9th and go to hmenews.com forward slash benchmark. So we chatted a little bit about business analysis, education, but I know there's some other services that you provide as well. Tell me a little bit about those. Yeah, so we have kind of in our other bucket is kind of uh, a la carte, um, I guess is the best term for it, a la carte for other retail services because we know that our members are in all different places. Um, so we can really kind of help someone from, from start to finish. Um, so if you're looking to get into retail for the first time, you know, how, the how to's and, um, kind of hold their hand through that process. So we can, um, do floor plans for individuals, um, uh, to kind of show them what their space will look like. Um, we can help from a, from a product category standpoint and selecting not only the categories, but specific products within those categories. Um, we can, um, do merchandising. Um, we can help with um, staff training. Um, we can help with marketing. What's 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 working and what's not in terms of kind of the marketing aspect of it, and then again that that business analysis after the case of that and holding their hand when it comes to inventory management and just managing that piece of the business to help them grow along the way. When you're starting up a new retail space, what's one of the I don't want to say the most important because there's a lot of important parts that come through it, but what's one of the key things that people really need to consider in terms of when they're starting or going through these analysis and what's going to really help make their store successful? That, that, that's a good one because there are many, many things to look at. Um, I think anything when it comes to retail is, you know, the right mix between the retail service level to the insurance and who is that you know, from a staff standpoint because um, we've noticed that it's it's maybe not the same same person okay if, if you understand what i'm saying getting at is a lot of times folks that are doing insurance and, and handle the insurance piece maybe aren't the right fit to go out there and do upsells. Right. Different personalities. Different personality, which <laughs> is sure. okay. There's, yeah, a, there's right. a place for both. Right. And I think the one thing, if you're looking to really get into retail and really do it the right way and provide that great service, is finding someone that, that brings that expertise to the table. And that might be just someone part-time, um, you know, from a financial standpoint, but someone that has some different characteristics, some different skill sets than maybe the billers or the customer service individuals or even you as the owner yourself um, they can bring in you know 
a sales, they bring all that sales expertise to the table. You know, Big yeah. Box spends a lot of money training uh, retail staff. So go steal some someone away. <laughs> right, right. Go bring them into guy. the mix that has that expertise, and then you can teach them and train them on the product mix and your and your way of doing kind of business. But I think it just really blends that nice mix of retail, but also kind of DME and billing to to the table, rather than just trying to give that to someone that's already in house. Sure. And trying to make them that way. Because a lot of times they won't make that transition. So, yeah, finding the right person, um, getting them trained, but have, finding that person that brings some different skill sets to the table, I think is really key. Yeah, absolutely. Much like people will say, you know, you don't leave a company, you leave a boss or, you know, so much of the retail experience is who's helping you. And if you can't find something, you know, I mean, it's just, there's a lot to be said for that point person that's going to have those interactions with the customers. Yeah. And what's really unique about and what I love about this industry, especially coming from big box prior is the level of service. Our customers in this industry, I wouldn't say expect it, but they appreciate it, they acknowledge it, and they'll be very faithful yes. to a company, to an organization that provides that. A lot of big box don't provide that. It's you're a number yeah. as a customer <laughs> right. there. And our DMEs are passionate and, and wonderful individuals that provide great service and great knowledge and education on the products. And so I think that's stand, that sets them apart yeah. and allows them to be very successful in the retail space as well. Because once their customers understand, you know, A, what they're carrying and, and B, what service they can get there, why would they go anywhere else? Right, right absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so talk to me a little bit about, you keep saying product mix. And so when you say product mix, I think of a couple of different things. You know, I think of just products in general and what those look like. But then back to when you're talking about insurance versus retail, I also think about reimbursables versus cash sales. Mm -hmm. So when you're talking about product mix, give me a little bit better idea of what that looks like. Yeah, so looking at that is a couple of different pieces and you hinted on it, you, you know, the, the insurance versus the cash and then just, just the cash. And so what we'll really do is just kind of look at what does their mix look like today? Okay. Um, is it majority insurance? Is it a 50-50 mix or a blend? And what are those categories that they currently have within the space? And then not only that is space allocation for that category based on their sales sure. patterns. So if my sales patterns show that I am um, majority mobility or yeah. compression or bath safety, you know, how does the space on my store align with that? Right. Um, I should or, have more space for those things, right? right? If or, it's I have, or I should have, or I should in reverse, should I have less? Right. Okay. Um, you know, maybe I'm taking up a full wall of compression stockings or compression stockings is maybe middle line of my business, but know that that customer is typically more insurance driven and more service driven when it comes to looking at those products. Okay. So do I need that much space so someone's not gonna come in and just shop off the off the shelf versus come in and ask for some assistance and we can free up that space for something else. How often should 
a provider be looking at that mix? How often should you be looking at your sales? Is that a monthly thing, mm-hmm. a quarterly, a daily? I don't know. I don't have, you know, yeah. I don't have a, a retail space. No, and, I, and we get this question a lot, which is why <laughs> I, I kind of chuckled a little bit. Yes, for sure. The big picture, you know, you, you got to look at it yearly, just like okay. analyzing any part of your business is looking at that piece of it yearly. But I would really recommend a daily ritual of, of looking at your sales. And and more importantly, there, there's many things you can get out of that, but more importantly, the feedback um, to your sales individuals. Right. Like, hey, great day, um, or hey, what, what, what happened here? You know, where's the opportunity for us to continue to grow and look at? But there's a lot of things that can come out of there from an education standpoint with the staff down to um, what I should be carrying and what shouldn't I be carrying as we, as we move forward. So I would really recommend, you know, taking a look at the sales from a daily standpoint, analyzing them specifically on that to a weekly, to a monthly, and then kind of obviously worst case scenario yearly on the big picture piece. Sure. Well, I understand there's a lot of other um, rabbit holes we can go down with retail, but in a effort to keep us a little bit shorter, I will have you on a different time <laughs> to talk about each one of those specifics. But anything else that we're missing just from uh, the VGM Retail Rewired space or any of these other services that we haven't touched on? Again, we have the business analysis, the education, these a la carte services in terms of layout and product mixes. Anything else you want to mention before we say goodbye for today? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think we've hit on it. You know, I just want to let the members know that if there is something or a specific need or, or an ask, you know, to, to reach out to myself, um, because we're always willing and, and able to to make adjustments and, and bring things to the table that will help them out. So, yeah, if, if you have anything, let me know. And and just also on the on the other side of that is if you need anything, feel free to reach out at any time. You know, I'm here to to help you in any way I can um, to either give you some education um, or just be a means of, of asking questions and, and giving you some feedback on what I've seen over the, the last 10 years. So, And how is, or what is the best way to get a hold of you if people do want to ask you questions and pick your brain, anything like that? Yeah, I would say, you know, start with an email. Okay. Um, and we can, we can give them, we can give them. Yeah, I will put that in the show notes. So just <laughs> see the show notes for this. Yeah, yeah. I would say, you know, give me, a, send me an email or give me a call. Uh, my, my contact information will mm-hmm. be, the, be in there as well. Yeah. So either one works great, you know, whatever's convenient for them. Okay. And then I will, I'll turn around and, and reach back out and, and set up a time for a call when we can kind of take a look at, you know, where their, what their ask is, what their need is and, and see what we can do to help out. Okay, great. Thank you so much for your time today, Rob. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Industry Matters. Make sure you never miss an episode by visiting bgm.com slash Industry Matters podcast or following Industry Matters on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher.